older sister Helena had been looking after me since our mum died. Our dad, you ask? I didn't know where he was or if he was still around, if you know what I mean. Mum didn't talk about him much, only to say that he left when Hedda and I were still little munchkins, as she used to call us. I was sure I took after him. And not just because Mum said he was good looking and talented. On top of those things, he was a funny guy. Mum said I was like him in that way, always seeing the lighter side of life. I could always make Mum smile, just like Dad could. One day, He went to the dairy to buy some milk and bread and never came back. Apparently, back in the day, a lot of young men disappeared on their way to the dairy. For a time, we were happy growing up, just the three of us. And then last year, three became two. They say that death can change a person. I didn't change much, but my sister, Well, she took it pretty hard. For Hedina, perhaps it was the pressure of having to be a mum and a sister to me at the same time. Whatever it was, Hedina became an irritating OCD. Yes, she became an obnoxious, controlling dork. My own diagnosis, by the way. Actually, I do know what it means, and Hedina was always OCD. But the death of mum made it worse. She was obsessed with counting seconds, minutes, whatever. She was always turning the cup handles so they pointed in the same direction. Always telling me what to do, where I could go or couldn't go, etc. I often told her where she could go. Worst of all, she has no sense of humour. Being Māori, every bone in our body was a funny bone but she had never laughed at a single joke of mine. Do you know how demoralizing that is? At breakfast one morning, Helena was acting a little weirder than usual. Morena, Helena. Good morning, Hoha. It's Hona. That's what I said. I'm impressed. That would almost be funny if I didn't know that you were being deadly serious. Hedina was straightening up all the cups on the bench again. She did the same to the plates. Sometimes, to amuse myself, I would turn all the cups in different directions just to watch her go through her little routine. I know, little things, little minds, I get it. But it was still so amusing. Hey, you missed a couple. I deliberately threw my cup and plate on the bench just to annoy her and then headed out the door. On the way out, I noticed something was a little strange. Hedina was covered from head to toe. It didn't make sense because it was like a million degrees. Hey, your dishes. I'll do them later. I'm off to school and then I'm with some friends after. Don't wait up. It's a school night. Make sure you're back by 8pm. Sure, sure. It was 10 past eight by the time I got back, which meant lecture time. Hedina sometimes took her job of looking after me a little too seriously. I could just hear her saying, you're 600 seconds late. She always used seconds. It sounded worse. I figured I'd just get it over and done with. I didn't bother sneaking in, waste of time. Hedina was the ultimate sentry, alert, 
ruthless. Nothing got past her. As I came through the front door, I thought, I might as well make an entrance, make it worth my while. Okay, sister, do your worst. What's this? There was no interrogation chair in the middle of the room. There was no sentry sitting in the chair waiting for me. She was definitely slipping. I thought about sneaking off to my room and doing the old I've been here for ages trick, which never worked, by the way. I then noticed that Hedina was asleep on the couch. The leg on one of her pants was slightly rolled up and her skin was red as if it was sunburned. Is this why she'd covered up? She didn't want me to see her sunburn because she thought I would liken her to a lobster? She was probably right. I decided not to look a gift horse in the mouth and I snuck off to my room. Last time, she grounded me for a week and I was five minutes late. Five minutes! I turned to head off to my room. No, don't do that. I froze and instinctively raised my hands. Okay, it wasn't my fault. We had to wait for Pare's mum to come back from work. No, stop it. Huh? As I looked at Hedina, I could see that her eyes were still closed. She was talking in her sleep, not to me. Her voice changed like she was afraid of whoever she was talking to. I went over to her. No, no. Hey, sis. Sis. No. No, leave me alone. Hedina. No, no, leave me alone. Hey, Hedina, wake up. Wake up. <gasps> Hedina woke up with a fright and gave me a hug. Whoa, too much affection. Thank you for waking me up when you did. Are you all right? I'm fine. That did not sound fine. By the way, you are 660 seconds late. Actually, it was 600 seconds. Oh, damn it. Oi, don't change the subject. This is not about me. What's going on? Hedina took a deep breath. Okay, I'm gonna show you something. Don't freak out, okay? Look. She lifted up the leggings of her pants to show the red marks that I'd originally thought were sunburn. I took a closer look and they appeared to be finger marks. Are they what I think they are? Yes. Who did this to you? A man has been visiting me each night. Ooh, I didn't need to know that. No, not like that. Well, I think he's a man. I haven't seen him. I mean, he doesn't say anything, but I know it's a guy. Okay, time out. <laughs> You're not making a lot of sense here. A guy in your room, don't know what he looks like. Why don't we just call the cops on this guy? We can't, Honma. Why not? Because he's a ghost. A gehua. Who can we call? Ghostbusters. Just kidding. I don't know. How long has this been happening? Ever since mum died. Why didn't you say anything? Well, at first it wasn't so bad, but the last few nights will... Okay. I might regret this, but I need to see this for myself. I need to know what we're dealing with. What are you suggesting? We could record you. But then we'd have to watch it. Total boring. How about I just sit on a chair in your room and see what happens? If it gets too intense, I'll wake you, okay? Okay. I have a couple of conditions, though. One, you chill out and be nicer to me. 
I think I can do that. Two, you forget the whole 660 seconds thing. 600 actually. Done. And three, you laugh at a joke of mine. Now you're pushing it. Mum thought you were funny. Okay, I'll do my best. That's all I ask. Let's do this. We went to Hedina's room. I'd never actually been inside her room before. I imagined it would be like a dungeon, but no, it was far worse than that. It was tidy, perfect. I opened one of the drawers and to my horror, all the clothes were folded neatly, not just stuffed in there. How do you live like this? I opened her wardrobe, all the shoes were in a line and the clothes were in groups. Dresses, coats, pants. I set my chair in the farthest corner. No sense being in the line of fire. Okay, Hedina, I'm ready when you are. Please don't fall asleep, okay? I'm a little too wired to fall asleep. Besides, my generation do the vampire thing. The vampire thing? Yeah, we stay up all night and sleep during the day. Also, we're gonna leave the light on, okay? Okay. 30 minutes later. That's not working. I can't go to sleep with the lights on. Damn. Okay, but I'm going to turn the hall light on so there's some light shining into the room. Before long, Hedina was asleep. I considered waking her up to tell her that she definitely had a problem. She was snoring. I could feel my head getting heavy, so I whispered to myself, Stay focused. Don't get distracted by her ugly ass snoring. Stay focused. The last thing I need is to fall. No, don't do that. Stop it. I woke up sensing something was wrong. It was pitch black. I had no idea what happened to the light in the hallway. I reached for my phone, pushed the flashlight and shone it over towards Helena. She was gone. What the heck? Helena? Helena? I could hear her, but I couldn't see her. I shone my flashlight to every corner. Helena, where are you? Leave Leave me alone. The noises were coming from the cupboard. I opened the cupboard door, and there was Herana. How did she get all the way over here? I bent down to grab her. Ah! I was thrown across the room. I wasn't sure if it was Herana or not. I couldn't see anything, so I went searching for the light switch. Herana! Herana woke up shaking. We stayed up talking until sunrise, trying to take our minds off the night's events. Sis, that was some serious stuff. I know. What are we gonna do? You're gonna go to school. Are you crazy? After last night, no way. You're gonna go to school because we need you to be our rock. Do you hear what I'm saying? (laughs) I hear you all right. And just so we're clear, I don't like what I'm hearing but I hear you. More importantly, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna call Uncle Tsipene. 
Mum's half-brother? Are you nuts? We don't even know him. We've only met him once and that was at Mum's tangy. I know, but he's whānau. And I know he knows about this stuff. Mum used to talk about him all the time. I'll pick you up after school, okay? Okay. To be continued. Brought to you by Te Wananga o Aotearoa with funding from Te Maangai Pahoe.